Hello fellow nerds, and welcome back to the playbook. It's your host, Travali. And for you newcomers, I'd like to start with a little blurb about myself. I am a nerd of many cultures, and I'll be talking about all these different cultures and fandoms through rankings, cosplay ideas, anticipated series, movies, books, and more. Let us begin. Today we will be discussing my personal definitive ranking of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Before I begin, I would like to mention that I liked all these films, though some more than others. I will describe how I rank these movies as as I go. What I'd like to mention is that it's my personal opinion, but it about how the movies work alone as well as they contribute to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. Starting at the bottom of the list, number 23 is The Incredible Hulk. Now, I remember going to see this movie as a kid, and, you know, it hits all those notes where it's action-packed, you got good characters, it just doesn't really feel like a Hulk movie. It reminds me of your typical monster movie like Godzilla or King Kong where it doesn't exactly focus on the characters enough to feel like a superhero movie it feels more of just a monster movie and when it comes to dealing with the Hulk it just doesn't bring him justice now as I said before I like all these movies it's just with the bottom of the list especially with the incredible hulk it just doesn't feel a part of the universe because for one they switch out the actors for the hulk from edward norton to mark ruffalo but stepping away from that standpoint this movie really doesn't have any connection with the cinematic universe at all Moving on, number 22 is Thor The Dark World. Yes, I know, it introduced the reality stone. Yeah, I understand that. But Thor just... It it doesn't feel like a Thor movie. It just feels like a rehash of the first movie. And they focus too much on the relationship between Thor and Jane and it just loses a couple points for me because sure it builds relationships with the characters but it still needs to have enough superhero to be deemed as a superhero movie and this takes place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe but Connection-wise, it doesn't feel like it's a part of it. It's... It's like there's a disconnect between Thor and the rest of the universe. And later on in the movies, they connect them in a certain way. And I would understand if this was an origin story. But it's not. It's a sequel to the origin story. And it doesn't feel... As strong as it should have been. This is the same problem 
as the next movie on my list, Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes, it's not the Avengers' first outing, I get that. And James Spader does a fantastic job as Ultron, but this movie just... I don't know. I feel like the writing was rushed and that the producers just wanted to get out another super blockbuster because of the huge hit that the first Avengers was. And the characters just doesn't feel as strong as they should have been. And the introduction of both of the twins, it just... I feel like it could have been stronger. Now we get more of Wanda later on in the cinematic universe, but in this movie, she doesn't get a whole lot of screen time until the end, and their powers aren't really explained. That's what I love about the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it develops, because they explain how superpowers work, how they got them, and in this movie, it just seems just like they just threw them in you know hey let's throw some fireworks in there and make it look pretty that's how I felt when watching this movie sure it is it's watchable like I said I like all these movies it's just this one just feels like it was rushed next on my list is Iron Man 3 Now look, I love Iron Man. Iron Man is one of my favorites. But with Iron Man 3, it it was slow. Now, it's fine for movies to be slow, but in a good way. This one just uses characters in the background and then tries to make them seem more important than they really are. This one tries too hard to be funny without being funny. Now, Iron Man is a comedic and sarcastic like character. In this one, they they have some good ideas here, like using Tony Stark after the Avengers and giving him PTSD. But it just it kind of dwindles the fact of him Being a superhero, now I understand that the need to make him feel more human, especially after a traumatic experience like the first Avengers was, but it just, in my opinion, it doesn't work. Sure, it's got plenty of action, and I loved it. It's got good special effects, the acting is solid, but... Overall, I felt like it could have been better. Now, next on my list, I know for a fact I'm going to get plenty of backlash on this for my take on this movie, but I feel like my opinion for this movie is justified. Number 19 is Black Panther. I feel like this movie takes its time. Too much leisure in taking its time. The biggest flaw of this movie is being boring. When I first saw this movie, 
I went to the movies to see it. I fell asleep in the theater. That says a lot because I love superhero movies and those who know me personally know that I don't fall asleep in movies. This is one movie I can say that I fell asleep in and it took me a good three or four tries to actually watch it, sit through it, to get through the entire movie. And I understand that it takes time to develop the story, but this movie just drags and squanders its material, which is very disappointing because I was very excited to watch this movie. And after seeing Black Panther and his character start up in Civil War, it just really bums me out that this movie... It just... It was too slow for me to be interested. Now, I understand where they were going with this, but in my opinion, it really just doesn't work, and it bothers me because I love this character so much, especially in the comics, but I just wasn't interested enough to give this a higher ranking. Now, the other movies before, like I said, they're good movies, but this one, it was really hard for me to place on here because it could have been lower, but giving the ideas that were in this movie, they were good. It's just my expectations were probably too high and the execution of the ideas just weren't good enough to dazzle me as much as I would have liked. Next on here is Iron Man 2. After the masterpiece that was Iron Man, I, sure, I was still a kid when I first saw this, but I was stoked. And the replacement of the actor for Rhodey, it worked in favor of this movie, not like Edward Norton and Mark Ruffalo. That had a bit of a rocky start. But with the replacement of Rhodey, I just feel like it works in favor of this movie and having Mickey Rourke as the main villain, minus the fact of his uh, terrible Russian impression, it, I feel like this movie works. It's action-packed, it's fluid, but it tries to mimic the feeling of the first movie too much and it just doesn't feel like it has enough new ideas to make it higher on my list but it's still a good watchable solid film next on my list is Thor at number 17 Thor it is a good origin story. Now, I understand that most people would say, hey, this movie is super slow. Now, yes, it is slow, but given that we haven't seen this character before, it works in favor of Thor, and it shows what it means to be a superhero 
and not to be a super cocky one. Now, Thor, he goes through this self-exploration, if you will, to figure out what it means to be a hero as well as someone who can be there for people. And I feel like this movie does its job of maintaining both a good story, good character development, as well as the action. But given it's an origin story, it works in favor of the Marvel Universe, but it's not really connected to anything yet. But it is referenced in other movies, which is why I feel like it's higher on this list than some of the other movies. Because it just works. And the referencing later on in the universe, it gives it a step up from the other movies. And I just really appreciate that they did that. Next on my list at number 16 is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Now, I love the first Ant-Man. It was funny. It was charming. It was heartfelt. And so was this one. I just feel like... Hmm. How should I put this? So, this takes place after Captain America Civil War. And I think this movie could have been longer. Now, when I say this, I mean that there should be a little bit more in the beginning. Because it just starts off kind of abruptly for me when watching this yes I mainly watched it for the comedy I must say because these movies are really funny just like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies I watched them mainly for their comedy but with the action mixed in I mean it that's a plus too overall this movie it works and with the introduction of Wasp it's it's solid, but it's kind of a, not quite a reboot, but it's a rehash of some of the first film's main successes thrown into the mix, and it works, especially with the last couple scenes of the movie leading on to... Infinity War as well as Endgame. But it is a success for me. And I did thoroughly enjoy watching this movie. Number 15, as I mentioned before. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I saw this movie and I could not stop laughing. The highlight of this movie is definitely Yondu's character. I love his character in both the first and the second movie. And it's just enjoyable to watch. It's lighthearted. It's somewhat dark. And that can be really a good point in the films. But I feel like the characters weren't as strong as they were in the first film. 
I mean, sure, they were family-like in the second one. But in the first one, when they started out as strangers and they worked together in the way that they did, it feels more connecting, if you will, than in the second one. But as I mentioned before, it is absolutely hilarious, so I would definitely recommend this. Next is... Captain America, the first Avenger, at number 14. I love Captain America. He's awesome. And seeing this... Yes, it's action-packed. And they take a great setting. And introducing one of my favorite characters in Marvel. Which is the Red Skull. Excuse me. And everything works well here. In here, it's World War II action mixed with a little bit of superhero, but it's not too much superhero to get, like, whitewashed away. And going back to other films like Age of Ultron, for example, they threw in a little too much with not enough explanation... And in Captain America First Avenger, there was plenty of action and just enough superhero to get by, and it's not super dazzling, but the story makes up for the lack of superhero-ness. It's the special effects in the other movies that takes them a step above this, but this movie does work fantastically. Next is Avengers Infinity War. Wow. What a step up. When seeing this movie and seeing all my favorite characters come back after uh, Civil War. It's just absolutely phenomenal. The action was amazing. The special effects were amazing. Now, why is this lower than some of the other films? Now, it works in the MCU, but I feel like there could be a little bit more explanation and exploration with some of the characters, and it could have been longer, but all these characters, the development and the story work and put together with Endgame it's just a phenomenal experience that I thoroughly enjoyed next on my list at number 12 is Captain America the Winter Soldier I love the idea that they took with this they went from a World War 2 action flick in the first movie to a spy thriller and there was plenty of gunfire in this movie I must say but the action and the special effects especially with Bucky's character aka the Winter Soldier played by Sebastian Stan his character and the way it's explored in this movie it works phenomenally 
I loved it. It just works. Rewatchability. It, I watch it a lot. This is one of the movies that I watch all the time when I'm just looking for a movie to watch because it does a really good job of genre mixing. And it just works in favor of the film because when going back to the other films that I listed, this movie, there isn't a movie like this. And that's what I really appreciated. Next on my list at number 11 is Doctor Strange. Ooh-wee, when I first saw this, I, w I thought I was tripping. Now, it's kind of funny when I put it that way, but there's so much special effects here that you would think that I'd be go I'd be going nah -uh. too much too much it's just the exact amount it's the right amount to be both cool and works in favor of the story now it's crazy how all this stuff on the screen you don't get lost in it I had to watch this film a couple of times to really gather everything because when I first saw this I'm looking at all the stuff on the screen going holy crap how are they doing all this and after they explain everything and the magic aspect it's super cool but the first time I saw it I wasn't exactly paying attention to the story I wasn't paying attention to all the action and all the awesome magic shown on the screen and I feel like that's why it's at 11 and not in my top 10 because the story should really stand out but that's okay because the story is good but I kind of got lost in its candy its eye candy if you will and by eye candy, I mean all the special effects and the coolness that's thrown in it. And the story just kind of gets lost a little bit. But still, an enjoyable film. Finally, top 10. Let's go. Guardians of the Galaxy. What a great movie. It's hilarious. Chris Pratt's character absolutely hilarious just a wee bit of romance thrown in there action-packed new characters and they're out-of-the-box characters they're not characters that we've seen thus far and that's I really appreciated this because it was a breath of fresh air for me there's twists there's turns and it's not exactly predictable and as I mentioned before, it's hilarious. This movie, it just takes a bunch of different comedic aspects. I was laughing the whole way through. Um, there was plenty of drama and action thrown into the mix. It just makes it a thoroughly enjoyable film. Number nine, 
is Ant-Man, another hilarious movie from Marvel. I was a little bit surprised that they used Scott Lang and not Hank Pym's character as the main character, but after seeing what they did with this, I was surprised to say that it was a good choice. Why? Because I think Hank Pym's story was shown a little bit too much in animated features as well as the comics. So I feel that Marvel wanted to do something different. And with this, use a different character, different standpoints, and throw a little bit of comedy in the mix. It just worked for me. Again, another movie that I watched a whole lot. It's, the first one isn't exactly connected to a whole lot. But it is referenced in future movies. And the introduction of this character really does help, especially in Endgame. But it's a good family action movie and it isn't too much, especially for kids to watch. It's just a good overall family-friendly, action-packed, funny movie. Again, another hilarious movie. At number eight, we have Thor Ragnarok. The way that they changed Thor from the first and second movie into this, I could not believe. And it just works. Thor's character development from the first and second movie to this outstanding I love that the way they went from a Shakespearean kind of esque vibe in the first and second movie to going to gun running hilariousness if you will maybe not the best expression to use but that's the way I'm going to put it. It was funny. The story was great. And it mixes with different characters. With Loki, Valkyrie, Korg. And a little bit of Doctor Strange in it. There's just a lot here. And I feel like it works. In both the MCU and as a standalone movie. Sure there's a little bit that you need to be aware of if you haven't seen the prior movies especially the Thor movies but everything here just works the comedy is where I see is the standpoint of the movie cause like I said it's the way that they change the feel of Thor and that's where I feel the best parts of the movie stand because Thor feels like such a different character. But it works because he's not as dark and gritty. He's more of a sarcastic badass here. And it works. It's funny. I'd recommend it definitely. At number 7 we have Iron Man. The one that kickstarted it all unbelievable i remember seeing this as a kid it was amazing sure i didn't get all the jokes when i was younger but re-watching it now it's 
it's funny, and it's different because taken back from the movies prior that were inspired by Marvel Comics, nothing really struck gold like this movie because it was different. It wasn't like Fantastic Four, the previous Spider-Man movies. This movie in particular just... It was a step above everything that people tried to do. It was a different character that wasn't made into a movie yet. Robert Downey Jr. just did a phenomenal job as the character, and I cannot see anyone else playing this character better than he did. And in favor of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, since this was the start of it all, I can't see a better movie to start this entire phenomenal franchise. Next on this list is Spider-Man Far From Home. Taking off from Spider-Man Homecoming, this takes our web-sling teenager on a class trip. Again, not to Washington, but a cool trip to Europe. Now, this movie does a great job of throwing many different scenarios at you. What, am I, what I mean by this is that it takes the end of Avengers Endgame and throwing that on a teenager. I love that the way they do this, they gave him such a humanization of the anxiety that someone would take after Avengers Endgame, especially losing his mentor, Tony Stark. I just feel like this works, especially with Mysterio as the villain here. It's amazing. There's so much special effects and so many things to look at here. It's so cool, and it's not too overbearing sure if you're watching this and you have no idea who Mysterio is you may be a, just a wee bit confused as to how his powers work but after seeing the film completely I think you'd be up to speed but it's just so cool seeing how the character develops especially with the side characters the side characters here don't lose any points for me because I feel like they all have a good amount of screen time. There isn't someone in there that is just blank. They all have good character development and good screen time here where they're not just mindless drawings here. They're not just paintings on the wall for you to look at and just glance on by. They all have stories here. And that's where I feel this movie succeeds, where everybody here has a story. Next on here, at number five, is Captain Marvel. Ooh, where do I begin with this one? Going back to 1996, I believe, this movie shows Captain Marvel and the whole era here from Agent Coulson and Fury 
not Nick Fury, just Fury. Him and his development from working in S.H.I.E.L.D. and his whole past here and how he goes from this movie up into Avengers and after this, it's just amazing the development here. And everything just works here. The special effects are awesome and you give a whole new character, Captain Marvel, that we haven't seen yet. And I feel like Brie Larson, the actress of Captain Marvel, does a great job here. Not just the way she portrays the character, but the way she interacts with the other characters. She has multiple layers here, and she does a phenomenal job as both a superhero as well as a good female representation of a superhero in this movie. As well as going on with further movies like Avengers Endgame, which is my number four. In number four, we have Avengers Endgame, and here there is so much to digest here, but it works in so many different ways. This movie is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's magnum opus here, it's unbelievable how everything works here, I, I can't see it done a better way, everything here just works to perfection however I do feel like the highlight of this movie is one of the points that a lot of people were upset about and that's Thor's progression as a character but if you think about it he lost so much he lost his best friend he lost his brother he had to kill his own sister he lost his hammer he had the ability to kill a mad titan, but failed because he didn't aim for the head. This just spirals into so many people losing their lives. So he turned to alcoholism and just drank the pain away. It's just so realistic here. This point that they decided to make Thor just feel so human here. Now, taking that he's a god, but it just feels so real that his reaction to all the things that he went through is something that can actually happen. And I really appreciated this, especially with all the other characters and the way they interact and the way the story progresses it feels so real it just doesn't feel like a fantasy realm these characters feel so realistic in this movie and the long running time of this movie it works it doesn't feel like a three hour movie not at all it goes by fast because it's not boring there's always something there it's not just random talk. It's It all makes sense. Everything connects to all the different movies prior. Except for The Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk just doesn't feel like anything here. But 
that's why that movie is at the bottom of my list because it has nothing to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But here in Avengers Endgame, everything is connected. It's just, it works. Everything is there. And it's a great send-off here to some of our favorite and beloved characters. Top three. We're almost done here. So, at number three, we have Marvel's The Avengers. Holy crap. Seeing this, seeing some of my favorite superheroes finally meet and working together to stop Loki, the god of mischief. It's dark. It's gritty at times. It's comedic. It's action-packed. All the characters work. There's really not a whole lot wrong here. Really, I can't think of too many things wrong with this movie other than the fact that it is a little short. They could add a little bit more. But everything works here. The way they left it off to send all the characters off into their own separate franchises and kicking off one of their own as the Avengers. Beautiful work here. I love the Avengers. I've seen it many times. Everything is just amazing in this movie. All the relationships just kick off here. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with this movie at all. And seeing it for the first time, I was, I was kicking my feet. I was jumping in my seat in joy, seeing all my characters, all my favorite superheroes just meet together. And just, I had a blast. Still, I have a blast watching it here. And still, I may act a little bit childish, jumping up in my seat, seeing the first time that they met. And that's how well this movie is done. Number two here is Spider-Man Homecoming. After seeing Peter Parker played by Tom Holland, his first introduction in Captain America Civil War, this is his first official standalone outing here. And it just feels connected here. It gives him that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man feel that we haven't seen since Spider-Man 2. And seeing that this is the first standalone Spider-Man film since The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which was a big flop in my opinion, this movie just takes so many steps up and gives you a phenomenal villain, good love interest, decent romance, comedy, and you have that teenage-esque vibe that works because it is a high school movie. It is that underdog kind of feel for a superhero and it just makes Peter Parker feel like your average teenager. The only difference he has super duper strength and he is a superhero trying to hide his identity from his classmates but it works and we haven't seen anything like this since Spider-Man 2 and Tom Holland just does a phenomenal job as playing the character of Peter Parker and Spider-Man Everything here just works. And seeing Michael Keaton as the villain here, it it's amazing 
to see the difference between Falcon as well as the comic book version of his character. But I really appreciated the way that they portrayed him in this movie because it was different. But everything just works here and the connections as it's explained here everything is just spectacular yes I know corny joke I could say amazing but then again that's not any better but everything in this film just works and the rewatchability is just amazing number one of all the movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this movie, I feel like, does justice to every single character in it. It introduces Peter Parker for the first time, T'Challa as Black Panther for the first time. It does so much in this movie, and all the characters do phenomenal things in this movie. There's so much genre-bending. At number one, my top spot of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies is Captain America Civil War. There is so much here. There is no time, nothing to backtalk in this movie, in my opinion. The movie I've watched the absolute most. I cannot think of anything they could have done better in this movie. There is action. The character development is amazing. Yes, there's some comedy here. But there is so much here. But it just doesn't feel too much. Nor does it feel too little. Everything is balanced here. And when you feel like it's done, there's still a little bit more to go. And the final battle here between Cap and Iron Man. And that final reveal... Everything is just amazing in this film. I cannot think of a better way to explain how good this movie is. If you have not seen this movie, this is a movie that I would recommend to anybody. But still, I feel like everybody should see all of these movies regardless of if they like superheroes or not. These are all great films that I love and I watch them all the time and that is my list maybe not the one in which you agree with but it's my list I hope you enjoyed till next time stay nerdy folks